began learning the meaning of the opening verse of the sixth Torah portion, where God announces to each of us and says, look, I'm giving a blessing to you today. So the Alter Rebbe says that the word Hashem uses, I, the word Hashem uses for I is Anoichi. He very specifically uses this word here because the word I here, Anochi, is analogous to the word that Hashem used when he gave us the Torah. God gave us the Torah, he also used that word Anochi. And Anochi is a unique word. How is it unique? There are two ways to say I. One way of saying I is when someone accuses you of something then you have to, and you have to admit guilt. Yeah, I did it. So uh, it's my fault. That's one way. That's Ani. And then there is another way of saying I, and that's Anoichi. That's a, when you sing Anoichi, you're saying, um, yes, I ate the kogel. This is, don't you, of course I ate the kogel. It's my, don't you know who I am? So Anoichi means that you're speaking in a sense of exaltedness and greatness, and you're saying, yeah, I'm the guy. So when Hashem took us out of Egypt, Hashem used the expression of Ani, I took you out of Egypt, because there Hashem went down to the to the place of Egypt to take us out of, of the lowest place of impurity. So the word Ani is indicating how Hashem is lowering himself to take us out of Egypt. And when Hashem gives us gives us gives us the Torah, he uses the word Anochi, um, which becomes greatness because Hashem is giving us this gift from his very essence. So therefore the appropriate word to use is Anochi, something that comes from God's essence. And uh, we explained that there's a unique blessing that Hashem is giving us with the word Anechi. Um, and just like at Mount Sinai, uh, when God said, I am the Lord your God, God took the light of Yudke Vavke and he brought it into the soul of every Jew and he etched it into us, made it part of us. Even though Yudke Vavke is something which is well, well beyond us. And the reason why he was, he was able to do that even though it can't fit, one can't fit into the other, is because of who he is. Because Hashem is Hashem, because Hashem is, is beyond all limitations, therefore he could bring together these two, it could be conver- convergence of finite and infinite. And so in our limited uh, personas, there could be a revelation of Yukivov, not just a revelation, but Hashem says, I am the Lord, your God, that godliness becomes yours. I'm your God, that the godliness that Hashem revealed to us at Mount Sinai becomes part of who we are. And that's only possible because of Anechi, because of, who, because of Hashem's essence. There are several places where Chesiz talks about the idea of Hiskalulus, how one thing could be absorbed and included in the others. Um, for example, Chesiz talks about Chesed and Gvura. Chesed and Gura are opposites, but they can converge. How could there be a convergence of Chesed and Gura? Well, if you talk, Chesed also has a Gura element in it, and Gura has a Chesed element in it, and so there's a part where they could they could meet. There's the, the, the weaker part of the chain of Chesed, and the weaker part of the chain of Gura. Ah, oh, good morning. The, uh, they, um, they, they can meet at that point. There's a physical chemistry uh, um, example of this. Yeah, what's that? So if you take a beaker of water and you fill it right to the lip. By the way, do the scientists have to use the word use the word beaker? Just, I'm just curious. 
makes it so much. It sounds so like, like it, it just, daunting. Hear the word beaker. I would have, have flashbacks of my science teacher from seventh grade, <laughs> Mr. Bianco. Oh my gosh, beaker. That's a flashback. Okay, go ahead. No, continue. Sorry. But a beaker is a measured, a precisely measured container. Okay. Okay. I heard no, a beaker. Okay. But then you can take, then you can take uh, alcohol, and pour it into the water. And ah. It will not go over the edge because the alcohol actually is interfaces itself with it insinuates itself within the molecules of the water disbursement. Yes, yes, I, I did a science project about that. I'm very proud to say that. Really? I, I actually recognize this. Wow. Uh, know about that. Yeah, yeah so, cool. they, so they, there's a convergence and, and they become one, and to the extent that there's less, but less than the original amount, right? There's less yeah. than the original amount because they, 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 they go in, the molecules go inside. You mix the water and alcohol, you have now less than the original right. amount, right? Yeah. That. Don't try this at home. Okay. <laughs> I've tried it, it works. Well, only home that shops. <laughs> anyway, so... So, so Chazer and Gvura can mix together because of the weaker points in the chain. That's the re- general way that they can mix together. That's another way they can mix together. So this gives the analogy of a person who has been sentenced to death. And there is the two lawyers arguing the case. One says he should be innocent, one says he should be guilty. And then these two lawyers, um, they suddenly are, the court is visited by the king. And and in in front of the king, they are totally negligible. They totally lose their sense of like before. A minute ago, they were arguing the case. One says, "No, he should be see free." One says, "No, he should be he should be killed." In front of the king, they are totally their 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 whole being is 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 abnegated, and so there's no there's no more any argument. There's no there's no there's no sense of self anymore. They're, they've lost themselves. And since the king is a kind king. As the Torah says about Hashem, with the light of the king's face, there is life. So Hashem's desire, even Hashem gives us gvura, Hashem gives us uh, justice and, and judgment, it's only for the pur- purpose of love. So anyway, so in the, in the light of the king's face, there is life. So therefore, even the one who was screaming before, he should be guilty, also screams that he should be innocent. Light of the king's face. Like, like we learned last week about Lesmo Mayatika, that in the level of Atik, there's no gvura. In the level of, of the highest level of, 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 um, of the God's crown, there's no gvura, there's no, there's no judgment. Anyways, so, so we're talking over here about um, um, there, there being a convergence of this transcendent light of Hashem. When Hashem gave us the Torah, He brought His light to become part of our souls, His infinite light to become part of our souls. Um, let me just turn over that safer over there. Um, so, when Hashem revealed Himself to us at Mount Sinai, and He allowed, what, what happens is, is that there's no, what's the, what's the essence of, of Chesed and Gvura? Chesed and Gvura are really both the desire of Hashem. Chesed isn't really Chesed, Gvura isn't really Gvura. Chesed and Gvura are both godly energies. So there's no real contradiction between them. Yud God's infinite light, and our physical reality aren't really what they really are. They're just both things that Hashem made. So in the face of when Hashem reveals His essence, there's no contradiction between infinity and infinite, because if you're looking at the essence of things, looking at Hashem's essence, so there's no there's no real separation. That's why when God gave us the Torah, it was possible for there to be a convergence of our persona, and we are able to absorb and inside of us Hashem's infinite light to the extent that God says, I am the Lord, your God, that Hashem became our own reality. That Hashem's light shines in us so much that this is who we are. That's what happened when God gave us the Torah. So um, th- that's 
also the meaning of the opening verse of the sixth Torah portion where God says, I am giving you today a blessing. The kind of blessing we're referring to is something which is associated with the essence of Hashem. Not Hashem's uh, finite light, not Hashem's infinite light, but there's a blessing coming from the, the very core, the very essence of Hashem. So now, that was in the first part of the mind. Now that I was going to con- con- continue, and he's going to say, there's actually something about this verse that is even greater than the giving of the Torah. Something even, even higher than that. How so? If you look at the verse, there's a difference between the way God uses the word I in this verse versus the way he uses the word I at Mount Sinai. At Mount Sinai, God says, I am the Lord your God. Here, God just says, I am giving you a blessing. He doesn't say, I am I, the Lord your God, I'm giving you a blessing. He says, I. In other words, if I means, if Anochi means God's essence, so here there is the essence of Hashem is, is highlighted in a way that there's no, there's no, the other words aren't there. We learned a few times in, in Chesidus, these, in the Chesid lexicon, these two words, Mavion Eslapshus. Mavion Eslapshus means that there is, there is a way that Hashem's light travels through the spiritual cosmos in a way that it's altered and filtered and changed and, and by the process of light descending through the various stages of, of, of the, of the, of the um, uh, spiritual cosmos through the various worlds. And then there is another way that Hashem's light just passes through. It's not changed. So the fact that Hashem used Vavke and the name of Lakim by the giving of the Torah, he used two other names. I am the Lord, your God. Those are the words that indicates that we're talking about Hashem's light as it's being filtered, as it's being limited. Versus in this verse, since it doesn't use the other words, doesn't say the other names of Hashem, I mean, we're talking about something which is, which is unfiltered and, and unlimited, and, and not, not in a way that it's... That it's, that it's um, when God gave us the Torah, the emphasis is how Hashem became part of us, how Hashem became our lives, how Hashem's light is now in us. But the blessing that's discussed in this Torah portion doesn't have that, that um, uh, th- th- doesn't have those words, doesn't have the name of Hashem, which talks about God's transcendence, or the name of Hashem, which talks about God's limitation. It just has the word I. And the reason for this is because this Torah portion has something unique in it. What Hashem is going to uh, give us in this Torah portion is something unique. What's unique? There's a concept in Halacha called Arvus. Arvus means that I'm responsible for you. So let's say um, we're having this meal, and uh, you have me and Dr. Bressman, uh, it's Shabbos, and we know Dr. Bressman allows on Shabbos for us to have other things we don't usually have. So... <laughs> So we have we have a, we have a full meal, and you just have a a, a little a little piece of bread. So according to, biblically, we're obligated to to uh, to say the the after blessing because we were full. Mm-hmm. You're rabbinically obligated to say the after blessing because you only ate a piece of bread. You aren't you aren't really full. So although we don't do this nowadays, um, but technically you could say the bracha for us. One, when do, when do, when some people have the custom, I don't know if this is, this is part of the custom or not, but in, in Chabad, the custom is that even do Zimun, everyone says the bracha themselves. So, but technically, you, one person can say the blessing for everybody else. So you can say the blessing for us. But a second, how could you say the blessing for us? We have a biblical obligation, you only have a rabbinical obligation, right? Yeah. The answer is, no, of course you have a biblical obligation. Because in this week's Torah portion, 
Moshe Rabbein told the Jewish people that I want to tell you that God is giving you today a blessing and the opposite of blessing. What Moshe, Moshe was referring to is that in, when later in Jewish people would arrive at Mount, the mountain called Grizim, the mountain of Abel, there will be the, the Levites would be there and they would um, uh, turn to the Jewish people which were standing on each of these mountains, half the Jewish people on one mountain, half the Jewish people on another mountain, and they would say to them, uh, blessed is a person who, who keeps the Torah and the opposite of blessing those who don't keep the Torah. And we made a covenant with Hashem. So at the time we made a covenant with Hashem, we also made a covenant with each other. The covenant with each other is that we're responsible for each other. So that means if I had a uh, rib steak and I had a uh, and, and I had and I had a, a whole full meal and I'm full with the bread, so then even though I'm full, you have to say a bracha. Why? Because you're responsible for me. That's what, the unique thing of the six Torah portion is the idea of call Yisrael Arabians Zebazel. All Jews are responsible for each other. That happened at in this week's Torah portion. That's unique. The Torah does mention in Parshas V'chokosai, um, when the Torah also speaks about blessings and the opposite of blessings, the Torah says that one person will stumble in the sin of the other. But that only means, like, if I make a mistake, if I give someone bad advice, or, I'd make, or I'm an example of something which is not something I should be an example for, so then I could cause another person to stumble. Like, if you answer a question, time this, time this too quickly, you could, uh, you could cause someone to, or just the way you behave, like someone asked me yesterday, What's the earliest time to daven? I want to daven at this time. Am I allowed to? Then I surely do this. I answered him too quickly. Whatever. I gave him bad advice. I tried to fix it this morning. The point is that earlier on the Torah talks about we are responsible for the way we affect them. Each person could stumble the sin of the other. What's unique in this week's Torah portion is Moshe tells the Jewish people not only that, that, that if one person... Um, makes a mistake that could affect everyone else because of the way they learn from them, because of the impact they have on them. Moshman says, one person doing one thing by himself personally affects everybody else. We're responsible to take care of people in our midst. We're responsible to take care of, Jew, of, 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 of all of us. We're all, we're all one. So it's not only that, um, that, that, that we can affect each other in a conscious way. When I do something, you could see and I, you, you could be affected by what I'm, what I'm doing. But it's also, we all are one. We all have one. Uh, why are we all one? So the reason we're all one is because of our divine source in God. Because all the Jewish people come from Hashem. Because we all come from Hashem, in our divine source, we are one essence. And that's why we're responsible for each other. And that's why God uses the word Anochi. And doesn't use, use the, other, the other words of Hashem. Doesn't say, I am the Lord your God. Just I give you today a bracha. Because Hashem in this Victoria portion is talking about the, the uh, unity of the Jewish people and the responsibility we have for each other. The beautiful teaching of the previous Rebbe on this passage of the Talmud, all the Jewish people are responsible for each other. He says, all the, the, the word responsible has two other, um, Aravim has two other translations. That word could also mean all Jews are sweet with each other. It could also mean all Jews are mixed in with each other, like the, like the water and the alcohol. The, 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 the Jews are mixed with each other. It means our souls are all intermingled with each other, all connected to each other. I have a part of you and me, you have a part of me and you. And that's why we, get, we, we are all able to get along with each other. We're able to get along with each other. We say every morning and then morning blessings, we say there's a great blessing, there's a great reward for bringing peace. Bring peace that is between one person and another. In other words, we don't say 
bring peace between people. We said that that is there already because there's already some connection we have with each other. That's because our souls are all, all one in Hashem, in Hashem. And that's why we're responsible for each other. That's why your bracha, even though it's not a, a, a even if it's not a mitzvah, just a, 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 it's a blessing which is said for enjoyment. And you didn't enjoy, and I enjoy. Yet, there's an opinion which says you could say that blessing. Why can you say this blessing? Because, because we're all one. So when do we become all one? When do we become responsible? This is the Torah portion. And that's why in order to facilitate this kind of unity, so where does this unity come from? It comes from the essence of Hashem. The way we're, we're all rooted in the essence of Hashem. Not the way Hashem's light. Yes, Hashem's light, in order to reach this world, the bracha, to reach this world, it has to go through the other levels. But not in a way that it's filtered and changed by them. It just passes through the other levels. Okay. Um, okay, I, I, I want to... Um, I want to just pass through the the, the Hebrew and just do this in English. Uh, next, the, the last uh, sections of the Maimon. This will help us understand why Moshe Rabbeinu, he said these words. There are 600,000 feet of the people, which I am in their midst. Moshe Rabbeinu was coming to Hashem and asking Hashem to give us, to respond to our request for meat. And Moshe Rabbeinu told Hashem, there are 600,000 feet of the people that I am in their midst. Since Moshe Rabbeinu was coming to Hashem, and he was making a claim to Hashem. He was saying, I, we need something. Therefore, Moshe, didn't, even though Moshe was the most humble person, um, he wanted to include himself with the Jewish people and include himself with our request. Therefore, Moshe said, um, he, he, um, he, he should have used the word I, not the Anochi word, the Ani word. However, since he was making this, standing in front of Hashem with something, asking for something, therefore he used the word Anochi, which means in a sense of exalted, in a sense of greatness. Because he um, is above the rest of the Jewish people. The rest of the Jewish people are called the feet of Meish Rabbeinu. And therefore Meish Rabbeinu is, is, is highlighting um, his... I'm not sure exactly. I think what the Rebbe is saying is that Meish Rabbeinu is, 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 is pointing out when his request to Hashem that um, that he is part of this request and I'm not sure. Okay, why should I try? I don't know. I, 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 but the point is that the reason Moshe used that word is because Moshe, there's something about this sentence which, which emphasizes Moshe's greatness. Perhaps because he's making this claim against Hashem and therefore he wants something and therefore he's just saying, I need this. I don't know. So there are two kinds of words, two kinds of expression. There is Anochi, I, and when you say I, you're saying, um, yes, this is my kugel, this is my house, so don't you know who I am? That's one way of saying I. Another way of saying I is not that, don't you know who I am? Another way of saying I is, no one can know who I am. Anochi means only I know who I am. One way of saying I is, we've done three, three ways so far in this discourse of saying I. One way of saying I is, um, yeah, I eat the kugel. And that's a way of like lowliness, like you're putting yourself down. That's one way of saying I. Another way of saying I is, of course I eat the kugel, it's my kugel. A third way of saying I is, only I know who I am. Not, not don't you know who I am, but only I know who I am. That's the word that Hashem used when He gave us the Torah. He was speaking in the highest level of I, where only Hashem knows who He is. But nevertheless, even the giving of the Torah, Hashem used other adjectives. It's an I am the Lord your God. However, here Hashem does not use any other adjectives because Hashem is talking about even higher level than the giving of the Torah. Not the way Hashem's name is filtered. Yes, it has to go through the other levels of Galilee in order to reach the, for, for the bracha of Hashem to reach this world, but again, it just passes through. 
understand this by first prefacing what Rashi says, that this week's Torah portion, Hashem is telling us about the blessings and the curses that will later happen in, mountain, in the mountain of Greece and mountain of Abel. That what happened over there is that when the, the Jewish people then achieved this state of unity, so much so that every Jew could say a blessing for another Jew. I could say the blessing for the midst of Tefillin, for your midst of Tefillin. I could say even for eating, I could say a blessing for my for your enjoyment, I could say that blessing. Why is that possible? And even though you're not eating for the right reasons, even though you're eating in a way that the food energy, the food is not being elevated, it's descending into the lower clippers, yet you still have to say, say a bracha. And you're able to exempt another person with your bracha. And you're able, you know, you're not eating for the right, even though it's not, we're not talking about a holy, you know, person serving Hashem in the highest of levels and he's eating with the greatest intent. No, he's eating in a way that he just to satisfy himself and he's eating in a gluttonous way where the energy of the food is temporarily descending into the impure uh, places. Uh, he still has to say a bracha and he still is able to exempt other people with his bracha. So that means my ability to, to um, satisfy your obligation has nothing to do with my higher way of serving Hashem, even when I'm not in a higher level, even when I'm in, 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 in interested in my own self-interest and absorbed in them, I still am responsible for you and I still can say a bracha for you. So in order to achieve that we should all be united together, to become one, the language of the Altar of Antanya, that we are all equal, we have one Father, how do we achieve that? That's because, by revealing the source of our souls in the one God, a place which is beyond all division completely. And since the, the, the bracha that Hashem is referring to in this, in this Torah portion is connected to our unity in a way that there's no division between us, in a way that we're totally one, therefore God does not say, I'm the Lord your God, because the words Lord and God indicate the way that Hashem is contracting His light, contracting His light according to the spiritual cosmos of Yudke Vavke, and contracting His light according to Elohim, which Elohim is numerically equivalent to nature, the way Hashem contracts His light into nature. But here, Hashem does not use those words, because here we're talking about the unity of the Jewish people, the way, the way that there is no division. There are, different ways of, there, there are different ways of denying the Jewish people. One way of denying the Jewish, Jewish people is discussed later on in the Torah. God tells Moshe, Moshe tells the Jewish people, you're standing here together, the wood choppers, the water carriers, the heads of the tribes, everyone's standing together. So he, he, he highlights the different kinds of people. There's wood choppers, there's water carriers, everyone has a different role. So in that um, model, Everyone is united because of their unique gift each person has. You have, you're, you're a wood chopper, I'm a water carrier, we need each other. That's one kind of unity. We're all, we're all different and we're all united because we all have something to give. Here, the Torah is not talking about unity in a way that we're we all, in a body. There's a head and the feet and each, and each part of the body is need, needs each other. That's one level of unity. Here we're talking about a higher level of unity where there's no division in the first place. Where, 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 where there's no... Not that we're united because we need each other, but we're united because there is no division in the first place. Therefore, since we're talking about such a high level of unity, therefore God uses the word Anochi and doesn't even qualify the word Anochi with Havai and Lakecha. He just says, I, without, without using any other, any, any other qualifying words. Because we're talking about the, with the, the way the Jewish people are united literally and as one without any division at all. Yes, it has to go through Yutivavke, it has to go through Elkim to reach this world, but that, those words aren't written in the Torah because we're talking about a place where there's no division whatsoever. Um, okay, so the Pasuk says, um, later on in the Torah, it says, 
Look, I give you, I've given you today life and goodness, and the opposite. I've commanded you today to love Hashem. That's a goodness. And you should be, live and you should be fruitful. You should have life. Hashem says, look, I've given you today life and goodness. What's life? You should live, you should have good. You should choose life. That's what Hashem says tells us. tells us to choose life. So, since we're talking about life, so, therefore, there's a need for a a higher kind of blessing. And therefore, the, the word that's used is anochi. And not just anochi, but anochi without the qualifying of avayin lakecha. Because the Talmud says that um, there are three keys. There is um, that Hashem, um, Hashem has the key of life. There's a key of the resurrection of the dead. And there's a key of rain, the key of parnasa. So since Hashem is talking about a very lofty kind of blessing, the blessing of life and the blessing of the resurrection of the dead, therefore Hashem uses the word anochi, which indicates a very great source, a great, very great blessing that He's giving to Jewish people. So bottom line is this discourse that we're learning, we don't we don't have the entire discourse; we just have part of it. In other words, the the those who are listening to Rebbe. Uh, they didn't. They weren't able to catch all the things that I ever said in this discourse. But the the basic idea, if I could summarize what we did so far, which we, we just concluded what we what we have in the discourse, um, is that since this Torah portion is talking about the unity of the Jewish people, and our unity is not just because of um, I need you because you're a doctor and you need me because I'm a rabbi. That's not why we're united. Our unity is far beyond that. Our unity is, but there's no. It comes from a place where there's no division in the first place. We're all one. There and therefore, Hashem uses a word, which, which, um, which, and that that word is um, denotes the source of all souls where they are in a place of absolute oneness, where there's no division in between them. Since this this Torah portion, Hashem Hashem creates something brand new. Think about it. This Torah portion is 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 it seems to be like a whole like. What's the point of this Torah portion? I'm giving today a blessing and a curse. We know that there's a blessing for keeping the Torah. That we went up far earlier. What's what's Hashem adding over here by saying I'm giving you today a blessing and a curse? The answer is Hashem is telling us it's not just that there's a blessing for keeping the Torah for you as an individual. You're responsible for everybody else. You're all you are one with everybody else. Their mitzvahs mean are about you, and and in order to uh, highlight where that comes from, Hashem uses the word Anochi, which is a name which which is a level of godliness which is beyond all division, beyond all limitation, because that's where our souls come from. Our our unity is one, our oneness is because of our origin in God's oneness, and that's why I'm responsible for you, responsible for me, and that's why it doesn't matter what kind of person you are, what kind of person I am. We're still brothers. We're still one because of our source in 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 Hashem in, in Echad. So. So, so, bottom line in one sentence that I could say like this. Hashem, in this Torah portion, is telling us that we have to take care of each other. And why we have to take care of each other? Not because of the, just the utilitarian ways that we help each other, but because we are really brothers, because we all come from Hashem's oneness. There's no real division between each other. We all come from Him. Any questions, comments, criticism, tomatoes and cucumbers? All right, stop here. Back to work.